it is a tough act to follow. Let me tell you. Um, Lord God is so good. He's so good to us. You know, every turn, every avenue, every second of our life, there's a word that he's given us to provide us, you know, help, wisdom, encouragement to get through that. And uh, you just you just can't find out enough about God. There's, it's it's impossible. <clears throat> I will try to be quick. Eh, I know I try. I said I try. <laughs> Not promising nothing. <clears throat> Well, the title of the message was Position Yourself to Prosper in the House of God. That was my ideal. So God veers off a little, so we'll do what he says. One of the first things I want to address, just what I hear in the prayer meetings and I hear here today, um, you hear this word keeps coming up, fear. Okay, and you may already know this, but this helped me decades ago. Fear is false evidence appearing real. So when it attacks you and you say, oh, you know, all these things, and, and I know them. You know, I've sat on the hospital bed. I've come close to dying a dozen times, and I understand fear, but it is false evidence. So the more that you learn God's word, the less fearful it will be because God's word, you know, it's, it's many things, but one of the things it is is the seed, and it never returns void. So if God said, light be, light hasn't stopped being. You understand that the universe just keeps enlarging. It can't stop until God says stop. So... Okay, to get on. <clears throat> a man should eat good by the fruit of his mouth. This is Proverbs 13, 2. But the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. Now I'm going somewhere with this, so just keep these things in mind. He who keeps his mouth keeps his life. But he opens his lip he who opens his lips has destruction. In the spiritual sense, the fruit of the mouth should be the Word of God for us. Now, there's people that don't know the Word of God, and I get that. But no matter, it it doesn't matter if you've studied for 60 years, if you've studied for 10 minutes, God honors that, and He honors His Word. You You read, He wants to hear His words spoken to Him. That means you're paying attention. You're going with what you're being given. So you, you do that at no matter what the level is. And it works. It has to work. It's God's word. And never returns void. Okay, you have two ears. You have two eyes. You have one mouth. So what should we do? We should listen twice as much. We should see, so read the word twice as much, 
hear the word and then speak slowly because what words come out of your mouth, you can never take them back. And we all have times of anger. I've been married going on 39 years. <laughs> I'm getting a high eyebrow there. <laughs> I hadn't been married long enough. <laughs> um, it pays, pays to do you well if you listen, you see, and then you speak just a little, yeah. you know. <clears throat> so you check the word of God with what you hear. You know, pe people are always going to say something. Well, they said, you know, I've, all my life I've been trying to find out who they is. I can't find them. <laughs> They're somewhere because everybody talks about them. They're not there. I haven't found them yet. <clears throat> so, you know, back it up with the word of God. If the Word of God doesn't say it, just like Sister Brenda's saying, you know, she had a check in her spirit. Well, she has that check in her spirit because she spent time with God. She has an intimate relationship with God. So you know his voice. You know his unctioning. And yet we try to make sense of it and say, well, this is what the doctor says, this is what the hospital says, but this is what the Word of God says. So this is our foundation, this the soundness of it never changes. Yeah. Never. No matter what. <clears throat> Whoso despises the word shall be destroyed. But he that fears the commandments shall be rewarded. The word of God is the only answer for the ills of man. As well, one can only know the word of God unless you know the author. You, you know, it's good to know the word, but it's good to know the author. You, prayer is back and forth. I have lots that I read every morning um, as thanking you know, it's another beautiful day, uh, just so many things. And then in between, he'll say, well, what about Chad? It just happened to come up. So I pray about Chad, you know, so I stop. You know, it, you don't know when a person needs something. Right. So I've learned that, you know, when he impresses upon me to do something, then I, I do it. Just like the word. <clears throat> uh, the song says, I surrender all. You really have to get to where you surrender. And you, and, and you have to understand, you have to know his voice know his word. See, all these things come together. You know him, you know his word, you know his voice. When he says stop, you stop. Right. I don't care what anybody else thinks. It doesn't, it has no effect. But God's word does. Yeah. <clears throat> Desire accomplishes sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart, to depart from evil. You know, there's time, man, if I could just talk to him a little more, he'll understand, he'll quit talking that way. Well, that's, that's not true. You know, we, we do what we can do, and some people are, will not turn away from it because of their foolishness. That's not calling them ignorant or stupid, that's calling them foolishness. You know, God calls them foolish. So do what you can do. If you can't, move on. But to the... Uh, 
to obtain what is really desirable demands self-denial, but it is the most distressful to a fool to obtain anything worthful by the surrender of worthless and injurious pleasure. That sounds real big words, but you understand what I'm saying. You know, a fool, man, you know, I, I smoked for 40 years. I, got, I, did, I loved them camel lights. <laughs> you can ask my wife. But you have to get, you know, that's blind. blind you're bl- I was blinded. I couldn't. You know, and I finally, I said, Lord, whatever it takes, you know, deliver me from this. And it was done. There was no, uh, well, wasn't nothing wrong about it at all. I went and had a procedure by this certain doctor, and I never smoked again. But, you know, God took that desire away from me. So I understood, you know, help me to get that, show me what i got to do to get this desire away from me. I know this is wrong. I know this is hurting me. You so help me. And he will. Now, our prayers... Are, disrupt, a dis, are a disruptive force in this world. Yes. Amen? Amen? They're very disruptive. So it doesn't matter if you're two years old, if you're 100 years old, if you, know, if you pray the word of God, it disrupts Amen. what's going on in the spiritual realm. We have enemies out there that would, would like nothing better than to conquer this world and take it over. You know, if Satan was able to deceive a third of the angels. You think he can't deceive us? He can. So you have to, that's why you have to be careful. That's why all this other comes in. You know the author, you know his word, and so you, you have a relationship with him. <clears throat> he who walks with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Every Christian should be diligent to search for a preacher, of course, a shepherd. <clears throat> who has the whole counsel of God, that counsels after God continuously. If he does otherwise, to be associated with him would, you know, would be destructive to you and your family. So if you don't know God, you don't know his word, how are you going to look for your shepherd? You're not going to know this. So it's important in all aspects of your life. <clears throat> And be, uh, beware of what you let into your life. You go back to the ears and the eyes. Okay. <clears throat> you all know, I mean, my wife and I, we was talking about it today. Back in the day, if you wore red lipstick, you was uh, a hussy. <laughs> I'd be nice. <laughs> you couldn't wear long dresses. You couldn't wear shorts. You had to do your hair a certain way. I mean, it was just all these rules and regulations, but uh, of course we've grown past a lot of that, but a lot of it was just ignorance on people's part. But how important it is to be uh, aware of who you hang with and and your friends. I mean, you have have people at work, you have to deal with them, You you have to somewhat socialize with them in order to communicate and get the job done or get them to get their job done, whatever the case may be. But you cannot let them be part of your life. Right. That, that's, 
too many times, I like people. I love having fun. I'm, I'm easy to get along with. And I'd let the wrong people in too far. And my wife was, well, you know, that guy's not right. Oh, no, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> After a while, I said, oh, adios. Yeah. You know, and some of these, one friend, he was, oh, man, he'd been friend. We'd been friends 40, 50 years, a long time. So I, we knew everything about everybody or each other. <clears throat> and that was tough, but the point was he was not going to change. Right. And I couldn't go, I couldn't participate in what we participated in when I met him. You know, that was, so you have to make those changes. You know, it's better to be alone and be with God than be with the wrong crowd. You know, it's the same with talking with the people at work and, and around you. Oh, man, I'm sick. You get around me, you're going to get this. Do you feel like that? Can you, and they want you to chime in with, oh, man, yeah, I feel sick too. You know, maybe I got it too. Let's you know, put stop up here. Let's let's yeah. not do that. Yeah. You're you're opening the door because if your words can say Satan, you're gonna stop that. Your words can say, well, come on in, give me any sickness yeah. you got. Yeah. Come on. You know, let's be real. It's, it works both ways. You can't have it one way, not the other. Yeah. Um. And in, in saying that, uh, with along with TV, however you entertain yourself, usually it's TV or movies, um, if, if you have not noticed, Hollywood will go to any expense and have no concern whatsoever to distract you, to destroy you, to put things in your eyes and your ears that eventually they know that's going to lead you down this path. That's why they're doing it. They're like, Oops, well, we didn't know she was going to be naked. You know, sorry. Well, of course they did. They plan it that way. That's their intentions. So <clears throat> that's another area you need to be careful of. Um, pleasure is only for a moment. It's, it's never fulfilling. It's always, I want more. And then there's never more, and there's never enough of the more, because it's, it's depleting. It, it doesn't fill. The Word of God, when you get in the Word of God, it is always filling. It's always stair-stepping you from one level to the next. I mean, it's, I cannot get enough of it. I sit, and I read, I get up, I do breakfast for us, and then I'll sit down, and I'll listen to a guy preach, and... Well, this this other guy preaching, <laughs> but it's so good because God gives you these connections and revelation that comes through that word. You know, I uh, watched my dad for many, 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 many years. He ministered sixty years, probably. Um, he went to El Salvador three or four times, went to Israel. He started a school in Germany. Uh, he started the first Jewish congregation in St. Louis, Jewish. can't even think of the words now, but it's where the Jewish would, you know, accept Jesus as Christ. 
So that was a big deal. It's the first time it ever happened in St. Louis at that time. Opened a coffee shop, and he was doing all these crazy things. I thought, Dad, you know, meetings at the house, and we, just, we had to sit through all that misery. <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. So. So one of the other things I wanted to, boy, if I get into that. The time that we spend with God, I mean, I've talked about his word and reading his word and spending time with him. I worked construction. Uh, I worked hard. I worked outside. My wife would tell I'd work all day. I'd come home, take a nap. I'd go out, put siding on the house, roof on the house. Whatever we had to do, that's what we did. And so I've worked hard. I understand working hard. And I understand how valuable time is. And, you know, I'd try to get by with, well, I'll just pray in tongues on the way to work. That'd be enough. <laughs> or I'll just, I'll read this one verse in Proverbs, because there's 31 chapters in Proverbs, you know, so there's one for every day. And so that'd be enough, and you know, it never has been. It's still into this day. It's just, it's just unquenchable. But your relation, that type of a relationship where you can walk and talk and you see things, God reveals things to you, you're out in the public, you see things, you people hurting, and you pray for them, or you, you know, want to witness to them, whatever the case may be. You know, those are not fake feelings. I'm not trying to be super Christian or anything. I'm trying to do, you know, when, when God says, do this, I say yes. yes. You know, saying, <laughs> that's what he's looking for, yes. is obedience. Yes. <clears throat> obedience. It's when we sing the song, Surrender All, you know, there's a, I've talked to Katie about this, there's a song out there, it's called Available. And, man, it just, it melts me. Um, one day I'm going to sit down and put it into a message, but it is fantastic. <clears throat> so you do need to hear the reproof of life because there is reproof. We do things wrong. I do things wrong. You know, uh, now that I'm at the age, my father passed a couple years ago. I don't have no one, you know, I don't have a senior to talk to, someone that's well um, given to God's word and time. I, of course, I have my pastors. <laughs> I got to say too, because I got to. And, and that, that's great. And uh, I enjoy that. But to have sit down and have wise counsel with someone is just invaluable. <clears throat> I have a picture that I gave my dad years ago, and it's an older gentleman sitting there, and, and Jesus is sitting there, and they're just talking. You know, you can see they're just talking, they're counseling. And, uh, boy, that's, that's something valuable. So seek that out to whom you have, you know, or be that person. Right. Open your door to where that, someone else can come talk with you because I mean, it heals so much and it helps you so much. You don't have to have every answer. Right. You have to listen. <clears throat> you know, we talk, I talked about the... Um, 
how Hollywood goes out after you with <clears throat> their filth on TV and their dramas and you know Facebook, every, you just, everywhere you go, yeah. it's there. You know they're they're teaching the kids it's okay to be a man and a woman or both or neither one or change from one to the other. <laughs> you know that, if that's not confusing, I don't know what is. Yeah. You know, so the world needs us. It's so vitally important. Uh, I don't know if you all know Kenneth Hagen, but he had he has a college. He started in Oklahoma. Now he has them all over the world. But uh, back in the day when Richard Nixon was president, Kenneth Hagin didn't like him, so didn't pray for him. Okay? And, I mean, this is a mighty man. This guy, <laughs> you ever listen to his tapes or sit in any of his meetings, the hand of God was on him, you know. I mean, people just, there'd be 30, 40 people just fall out. You know, it was fun to watch. <laughs> but God uh, kind of gave him a spanking. I told him, after President Nixon got caught and there was Watergate and all that, he told him, he says, I told you to pray for President Nixon. He said, now, you look, see what you got. He said, you denied doing what I told you to do, you know, and this is what you got. So... What I, I'm trying to go quickly here, but what I'm trying to say is, regardless of who's in office, we have a job. We don't have to like them. We don't have to go have supper with them, but we have to pray for them. That is in the word. It's it's a must. It said, pray for them. It didn't say to love them. You had to love them. I mean, you love them, but you don't have to go have dinner with them. You know what I'm saying? Um. And what we're after here, uh, we brought this up last night and what God has shown me, uh, Pastor Forrest's vision is, um, a start is 350. Yeah. And so you understand, that's the start. Right, right now he's good with 350. Yeah. He ain't going to stop there. <laughs> that's not how God works. So I just want to encourage from here that I've got, to help pray for him, uphold him, to strengthen him, give him wisdom. He has to pick musicians. We need to pray for musicians, for ushers. We need men in this congregation. You know, it's great having women, but it's you need men. You know, when uh, the praise and worshipers went out before the armies, there wasn't no women. You understand that? And there's a reason why they're going to war. You don't want a woman out there. I'm not, I'm not trying to cut you down. I know what you're saying. You understand you're the weaker sex. That's how God made you. He wanted mighty men of valor because they may die and they have to fight. And other armies would take advantage of that. You know, that would be a sign of weakness. It's, but with God... You need to understand. That's why we need men. We need men to be worshipers, men to be leaders. We're not above. My wife and me, we're even Stephen. There's no, uh, I'm bigger, that's it. You know, 
But uh, we need women desperately. They are some of the mightiest warriors we have today because of society has turned the men into mm, cupcakes. I'm more John Wayne. <laughs> I'll shoot you. <laughs> I work, it worked for me, you know. I'm good. Because men, they fight, and they're done. The women, they don't forget nothing. <laughs> My wife knows details. She'll ask me questions. Well, what was the song at, at our wedding? And she just starts grinning because she knows. Well, it was a good one. <laughs> so... You know, men need to understand we need our women desperately because they, their gift is, you know, they do remember more so than men. I just had to throw that in. So be good for Christmas. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh, this part is really good. This is really good. And I've only got a short part of it. But... Man, life is this good. I better get a drink. <clears throat> so, when you function in the wisdom of God, and, you know, you do what he tells you to do, people applaud that. So, man, good job. Good work. You know, well said. And part of that's okay. I mean, we, we do expect that. But it's the obedience. You know, pastor, whoever it is is standing here, their obedience to sit down and study and study and you write out your message, and then somebody goes and preaches another good word, so, oh, man. And then you start over, or, or it adds to what you were saying. So, <clears throat> I'm not, I don't want to get into the thing of hand clap. That's a whole different thing, but uh, God is the source. It's, it's his word, it's his spirit, it's him. It's his creation. He created me. So he gets the glory and the honor. Um, this is one of the illustrations I got from a man. His name is Bill Johnson. Some may know him, may not. Is uh, when Jesus was sitting there with his disciples. And as I told you a couple of weeks ago, Jesus hired, he only had businessmen as his disciples. And, you know, he always did read word, and it's very clear. They're fishermen, what have you, everything else. <clears throat> so they, you know, they had, uh, he had a banker. He had uh, an accountant. Uh, so they, they kept track of things, just like we would, they, well, this would be good. This could go into the children's ministry, you know, on down or on up. <clears throat> but the woman, I say, the woman 
that brought in the alabaster of oil. So we, we all know the story. The woman brought in the alabaster of oil. The men said their thoughts were, because she's carrying it in. I mean, you can see she's carrying it in. And when you came in, when Jesus sat down having a meal, there, it was only a select few that sat down here. But she brought in the alabaster of oil. And you can see this is Jesus, and he's sitting there, and so she opens it up. And this oil was frankincense and all different things, and she's pouring it over his head, over his clothes, his shoulders, his feet. She washes his feet with the oil, with the, I'm assuming it was oil, the oil base. <clears throat> <clears throat> so this extremely valuable oil, this ointment, this fragrance, she poured over Jesus, and, and of course it was for you know his soon to be crucified and 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 to, to perish for our sins, but. After she walked out of the room, what did she smell like? What did she smell like? Just like Jesus. See, it's when you worship Jesus, you worship God, you read his word, it's all the same. When you pray, when you praise, it splashes back on you. We think we're not important. We don't have the power. We're not worthy. But generations and generations have talked about this woman and what she'd done. And this is the first time I ever thought, even considered, with all that aroma and that fragrance splashed back on her head to, you know. She was washing his feet with her hair. It had to. So <clears throat> it was just really, it just really touched me. I just, I just never, it uh, changes the way I worship and the way that I, you know, go about my life <clears throat> is now that I know this. See, you know, <clears throat> there's different times. I may have different things for different people, or I may do different things, you know, just like we all do. You know, we help someone. You know, it's not a point of, well, this was great and this was not. It's the point is that you do that. <clears throat> and the point is, that is a seed, that is a gift you're given to God. You're willfully given your life. You're saying, yes, Lord, okay, I'll help them, I'll give them this, or I'll do that for them, or, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, that splashes back on you. Yeah. 
See, that's part of your reward. Forgive my runny nose. And so I wanted to end with that to encourage you. Now that you know this, you're accountable. It's no longer, oh, I didn't know that. You know, once the word's spoken, I can't take it back. You know, very careful about what I say. And I say it because I want you to grow. I want you to know more. You know, just like I do. I mean, I dive into the word. I want to know more. Uh, uh, I'm looking in some classes on how to grow church. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to learn something I don't know, so I can do something I've never done. We didn't come out here by happenstance. You know, we were sitting down having dinner at uh, Texas Roadhouse. And God said to tell your wife that we're going to Missouri. There's no thought. There's no planning. Shocked her. Shocked me. But everything, everything, everything went so smooth and so godlike. You know, put the house on the market in, what, three, four days? It was so... I didn't argue the price. And here you go. And, and it, <clears throat> it's been like that ever since. You know, we, I don't mean to go on about what we've done. It's just I'm trying to give glory to God for bringing us here and listening. You know, there's something exciting that's going to happen. Yes. It is going to happen. Yes. It's not because of me. It's because of God. Yes. Okay? He sent me here to help. Right. So I'm going to do what I can do. Yes. So... And we need everybody to do that. It's not me. It's us. Okay? It is us. And that's, I guess we'll finish with this. Is We carry the source. We carry the word. We carry God. We carry the Holy Spirit. That's our source. That's the power. So don't be intimidated about anything, you know. Uh, when my dad was alive, we, uh, he prayed for a lady in Walmart, Slater in the Spirit. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, it's dad and I, and my dad, I mean, he was, he's about five foot tall, and so I had to help the lady down, and... <clears throat> You know, we're down there praying in the middle of the floor. <laughs> I don't know what people are thinking. Dad, I sure hope you got this. <laughs> and of course he did. I tried and tried to surprise him many a times. And it never worked. He was a great, great, great dad. I love him dearly. So, you know, it's really who cares. You know, if someone's dying... Well, and if they don't know God, they're dying, and they're going to hell. So, it, well, I can't save 350. No, you just save one. That's all you need, do one. If you can get one person, and everybody does one, well, that's, you know, there's 40 or 50 here, use it. Well, then, then now there's 100. 
Well, they do that. Now there's 200. So it, you know, it doesn't take long. And that's why it's encouraging to pray for Pastor and, and Miss Brenda. Uh, you pray for the musicians. You know, we pray for the service. Uh, pray for him to have his time. You know, distractions. <clears throat> I can't imagine what it, how it is to, to work and and run a church. I know how it is. I just can't imagine myself doing it. That's you have to be a young man because it's it's hard. So I just want to encourage everyone. I thank you for, for taking the time to listen. I I hope you take this home with you and uh, it profits you. Yes, yes ma'am.